Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. All right. So um, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great to finally meet you because this is how we meet each other nowadays in per- in person. We don't meet we don't meet each other in person anymore. It's all through Zoom, right? Uh, yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization and what you're passionate about. Yes, so hi everyone, I'm Enalyn Toneva. I'm originally from Estonia and now I live mostly in Mexico and also half of, half of the time I also travel a lot. Um, so a little bit about me, so basically since 2018 I've been really focusing, I used to be a freelancer before also in marketing, but since 2018 I've been really passionate about the influencer and affiliate marketing and uh, I had some uh, great uh, success stories there and uh, then I felt that uh, this is really something uh, I'm good at, that I like to do, I, I have a passion for and I want to help more companies to grow through influencer and affiliate marketing and this, I, this was the initial idea when I felt that like how can I actually give more, do more? When you work with one company versus actually are able to service and help more cool companies who have great mission and vision themselves, then that's even greater, right? So that's that's how it uh, it moved quickly from um, being a team member and contractor and consultant into a into an agency. So today we are a team of ten um, and growing. Wow. Uh, we are we are Vivian Agency. And this is what we do. We do affiliate influencer programs for companies around the world. We are a fully remote team, woman only team. And, uh, nice. and, uh, and yeah, we help other, other companies to, to spread their mission and vision. And, and we are connecting brands to, to influencers who love their products. So tell me a little bit about where we are at with in affiliate marketing nowadays, because that's been around forever, right? I mean, is yeah. it still a viable way of making money? I mean, it seems like yes. everybody's an affiliate and there's still a lot of affiliate marketing going on, but is it still, I mean, it seems so old school, old school. Is it like from 20 years ago, right? I mean, isn't that when the uh, the original uh, Amazon Associates program started or something like that? And then uh, since then, yeah. uh, is it still, it's still really yeah. viable and people are still making a lot of money off of it? Yeah, so uh, I think it also has changed, you know, like uh, they, with, they, with all the social media, when it came, then it became like more popular and new that like, uh, that is like more innovative, I feel is like influencer marketing and companies, mm-hmm. who, though they, they know how to work with uh, affiliates and what's the, how it works and who gets commission and blah, 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 all, the, all that. But then the, it, it has like a new breeze, I feel, and a new age with all the social media and with influencers. So nowadays you can work, yes, you can work with the traditional affiliates. So that's how actually I call them too, traditional affiliates. So networks like ShareASale, Commission Junction, Avin, so on. So those are the guys who run out for you, they commission, they are big publishers, they're big media outlets, stuff like that, coupon sites, whatnot, cashbacks. But then now we also have all those influencers and they are more like content creators. They are more in social media and they can also act and work uh, like uh, affiliates as well. 
they can work with you on commission basis and also they could also possibly uh, hopefully they also will get your product so they can actually create good content for you and they 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 will include their community and they do like also this kind of not just affiliate like buy and that and it's like a more tra trans transactional this is more like building a community and putting the brand out, out there, being ambassador for your brand, like really a spokesperson and, and like moving masses towards uh, towards your brand. And it's like really connected also with branding. Mm -hmm. um, so it's much bigger now and it has like really different angle there when you work with affiliates, influencers in social media versus the traditional um, traditional before. Oh, interesting. So how would you let's let's say you were thinking about doing something like this? I mean, do you start with an audience? Do you start building an audience? Do you start with the marketing itself? I mean, how how do how do you start? Like I'm I'm it's yeah. one of those things that nowadays it's like, you know how kids used to say, Oh, I'm gonna be a scientist or I'm gonna be a doctor, I'm gonna be a lawyer. Now it's like I wanna be an influencer, right? <laughs> So yeah. I mean, how do you get to, I mean, do you, do you have to be an influencer first before you start affiliate marketing or can you, can you do it hand in hand or what's the best way? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, actually fun fact. Yeah. My niece actually used to say that she wants to become a YouTuber. So it's a very relevant <laughs> comment. <laughs> very true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is I had I had seen some of the like documentaries and 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 all of the like some some stories about how people get started with the, as individuals, uh, but yeah, most people just have to be really authentic. I think the, the guys who are more the most authentic and they do like you know uh, what they like and they have a niche. So I think uh, it has to be authentic. They have to have a really specific niche. And then uh, with this, uh, if you keep creating content, you are starting to get the uh, audience behind you and you just have to be really, uh, really consistent on creating content and, and sticking into uh, in your niche. I feel that that works, uh, works the best. Um, and I'm nor normally I work with companies. Um, so I'm the comp like representing companies for the influencers and I'm the one who's reaching out to influencers and then bringing influencers on board and, uh, and, and making them, uh, collaborate with my clients. So I'm on the business side normally. And then I work with the influencers. But yeah, normally the influences that we pick um, are um, uh, also not the, even the biggest one. They don't have to be always the one like they have hundreds of thousands. Right. Actually, what I see in marketing that works well is micro influencers. They are mm -hmm. normally like 50 to like, let's say 10 to 50 or max 100,000 followers. And you know what? Actually, the, even the number. That's still a lot. Even... That's still a lot. <laughs> There's millions. That's a lot of followers. Also. <laughs> yeah, but it could be like, let's say 10 to 50 is our the sweet spot and they don't even, and actually the number doesn't even matter. It could be 10,000 and maybe their engagement rate is like 10, 15% I see influence like that. And that's actually a good person to work with because they are not so big, meaning that they are not, uh, most probably they're much easier to work with. They don't have an agent in between. Uh, they are they are not having like crazy sponsorship, uh, like media kits, like, okay, this is my price list, blah, blah, blah. They're easy to work with uh, with uh, for a product only and commission and and it's uh, and the audience is much more engaged versus you can have like hundred thousand 
And then you could have like a influencer uh, who has actually less than 1% engagement rate. So then when you calculate it, uh, you're going to pay a lot for that, like looking very great and big influencer versus actually a smaller one who has more engagement. So that's the key when working with influencers, engagement rates, not to the really uh, the number. And then, of course, the quality content, the story they're telling, is it resonating with your brand? And also, is that person, that influencer, having exactly the same audience that you want to reach, right? So the demographics has to has to match with your target and their their current uh, followers. Okay, oh, that's so you're key. saying well, it's this sounds this sounds good. So uh, even though I have like five thousand followers or something like that, yeah. so that's that's too low for you guys, right? You need at least ten, and it needs to be no, like a say. specific audience. Right. Yeah, but also if you if you're talking like I would know that you you talk with business owners, for example, right? Uh, yeah. People who are who are like team leaders, business owners, so on, and maybe there's like a, uh, there's an e-course who really resonates with your audience and also with your podcast. It could be a very good uh, niche, and there would be a possibility for a sponsorship. For for example, if that e-course uh, company would say like, okay, can you run an ad through your and through your episode, so at the beginning you would say like, "Hey, check this out. There's fifty percent off. Use my use my coupon code, right?" Right. So it, it's it more the, it's really because it's niche. It's more engagement that's that's important. And so how how do you so of all the platforms that are out there? I mean, what does I guess every platform has its own set of engagement. So for example, if something like me, um, which platform would I be like if I have five thousand Twitter followers? That means nothing because I I might need LinkedIn followers, right? So I guess it really depends on on the market that you're going after as an influencer. Yeah. So um, I would say that our favorite channels are actually YouTube and uh, websites, blogs. And mm -hmm. the reason is why is also the content will support SEO. It's uh, something that stays and most importantly, it stays there out there forever. Versus right. in social media, if we do social media campaign and they just um, influencer posts one time, uh, then it's going to be there for a few hours. And because people follow so many accounts, it's just going to go down there. So stories in that case works actually better. They stay out there for 24 hours. So there's always like popping up there and people watch them and engage with them. So they will work better, but just posts and stuff. They have to do that multiple, multiple times. But with a YouTube video, when you do a proper good YouTube video or a very nice um, optimized blog post, and then that is something that keeps uh, getting views over the time. And the same with uh, with the podcast. It's something that is out there. It's going to uh, stay out there and you keep getting listeners all the time. And I think like in terms of audience, if there's a, a like engagement, if there's like a long YouTube video, somebody watches that like, you know, or a blog post and they really read it, go it through. I think like podcast is also like, I think people who listen, they're actually really engaged, you know, they mm -hmm. just don't, uh, because it's it's a commitment, you know, to to come to a podcast, to listen it, to analyze it, stuff like that. They could listen music in their car, right? But if they listen your podcast, they're really engaged. So, yeah, that's, so that's, that's definitely really good. But versus social media, that. it's just like, like do, do, do you scroll? It's pretty like yeah. brainless, you know? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And you just, you just whistle past it and then it's gone. And it's like, that. Yeah. that's probably why a lot of people are thinking, you know, if you're an Instagram, if you're an Instagrammer or, or uh, on TikTok or anything like that, you have to constantly can create content. Yeah. Like it's really, you have to get on the content, you know, uh, um, hamster wheel and just keep creating this stuff because it's not going to stick around. Whereas with your, when you're on YouTube or you're on a blog, it could be yeah. around forever. Google could find it eventually. 
you know, you hear about all these people who have viral posts that, you know, they post there five years ago and then all of a sudden, you know, it pops back up again and yeah. it drags all horses, all sorts of people to the site. So, but you start with people who already have a following in a space, right? And then that's, yeah. that's, do you, do you talk to them and you recommend, Hey, you know, I think you're, your audience is X, so this would be a great product for it. Like, do you connect the yeah. products to the influencers? Yeah, normally what I do is uh, when I start an affiliate program or influencer program for a company, I would uh, first analyze a lot their audience, their current audience, just to understand that, okay, who they want to work with, who's the perfect audience for them, and, and so on. And then from there, I'm going to find influencers who will match that uh, target. So that's the, the main, main, main important, right? And then we do a lot of testing. So, for example, we would outreach, like, let's say, uh, if it's, uh, let's say it's uh, travel medical insurance, one of my clients, uh, uh, safe doing, uh, let's say what we would do is like, okay, let's uh, try out with, uh, uh, let's say, digital nomad events uh, and who have a community and they do events. Uh, let's try out uh, Pinterest uh, travel uh, bloggers who are putting the pins about beautiful places. Mm -hmm. Or then we could do like uh, digital nomad related Facebook groups. So we do like, and we reach out like a proper number to understand that if how people are going to respond to us, if they are interested to collaborating with us. And if they are, then we, we can already uh, try it out. And we say, okay, this channel worked really well. And then we're going to scale on that. So a, a lot of like, you know, strategizing, analyzing, and then testing out different audiences, like uh, through different groups of influencers in different channels, in different uh, keywords. And then from there, it starts to grow out. And then we know, like, we always focus on uh, on what works. We scale, uh, optimize, optimize. And then at the same time, we keep uh, looking for new new uh, groups of uh, possible partners at, at the same time. Keep testing. Hmm. So, so you start with the brand or you start with the product that you're trying to promote. And then you find the influencer who's the best match for the product. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I work directly with companies and then find them. I recruit them, the army of affiliates and influencers. So how do yeah. you find, I mean, do you, how do you find the influencers? Do you, you already have a stable of them or do you just go out there and say, Hey, uh, I need to find yeah. somebody who can promote this specific product for me. So I, let's say I have like, I don't yeah. know, a coffee mug or uh, let's say I came up with a brand new electronic coffee mug. Like how would you find out who to pitch something like that to? Yeah, so first I'm going to analyze. So currently, it's, it's not a good strategy for launching a product. If okay. there will be a new new company coming to me. So it's like, more oh, for awareness? Is that, yeah, is that it, for... It's more already. Normally, companies come to me if they're mid-size. They have already like, I don't know, let's say 50 people in the team. They already have a market product fit. They already know what they're doing. Mostly, they already have a marketing team. They have right. already maxed out ads. They're already doing content marketing. They're already like, you know, doing social media marketing. And they're like, how can we keep growing? And then okay. it's like, oh, we haven't we haven't done affiliate program or influencer program or referral program. And then this is where I come in and I create the channel from them from zero and manage that for years. Pretty much, that's what we do. And so you're uh, telling me you can't just do the whole thing? It's just like all I need is influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and be done. I have to have all that yeah. other stuff too. No, I I feel that it works the best because can you imagine? Let's say that we have this water bottle. And yeah. then people, people are like, uh, there's no social proof. And uh, to say that, oh, okay, like uh, me as a founder, like say some, any founder would say like, it's the best water bottle. I'm like, sure yeah. it is. Yeah. Of course it is. It's Your a better, better water bottle than anything. Yes. The best <laughs> in the whole globe and maybe even galaxy. Yeah? And then, 
And then, okay, but they, then it's very, then I have to go and create a relationship, personal relationship with an influence and saying like, hey, we have this. And then the influence is like, yeah, but like, you know, do you have reviews? It's like, no, yeah. we're just launching it. They're That's like, right. it's yeah. very hard. And if you think about this uh, social media influencer or affiliates perspective, if they're going to recommend something that hasn't been tested really, or, or we don't really know how people or audience take it, they can ruin all their career. Like mm. They can ruin with a bad experience. If they recommend something, they can ruin all their like trust and they, they're going to basically lose their business. Right. So it's, it's, they take it really seriously. And that's why I feel that at least there has to be a company who is like, you know, they, they have to have some data to back it up. And the best data is always uh, from the people, reviews, uh, testimonials, case studies, how it has helped people. And this is the, the information I can sell uh, to the influencer, that brand that like, hey, these guys have like 4.5, 4. 4.8, like, you know, in Trustpilot, they're really good. They have been around, they have been helping this many people. Um, people stay with us for years because they love it, blah, 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 blah. And then they feel comfortable to even start talking with me. And then I can send them to test. So they have to personal test it, ideally, if they do the good job. And then they start right. promoting. So, so it's you... really like creating personal relationship. And it's a kind that takes a little bit longer than just stepping into ads. Right. So well. affiliate marketing is sort of like on the lagging end then. You've got to already have a market. You've got to already have reviews. You've got to already have the product out there. It's got to be, uh, it's got to have some social proof that this thing yeah. is good. I feel right? so. Like at the beginning, when I started the agency and all of that, we had all sorts of clients and we had like also smaller. Wait, that's uh, always what happens when you first start up. It's like, okay, yeah, I want right? anybody in the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. And then I'm like, mm, it's not going to work out for them that well. It will. I have done that. Actually, mm -hmm. I have done that from with the, with the travel medical insurance, which was really complicated. We started 2018 wow. and we literally didn't have any clients. I was one of the, I was like number six or seven team member, like really early. Now it's like mm -hmm. 150 people and we raised more than 50 million and so on. Nice. And then, Congratulations. yeah. Yeah, thanks. And there's like 400,000 people using it and all of that. But uh, at the beginning when I started, like, so that's what I learned all my like uh, hard lessons there. I mean, first of all, it took like three months just to like, like get everything ready, code and so on, understand what we've been doing. And then once we started to outreach and like, uh, like trying to like, you know, what even works, how we get into the, uh, how we get into their attention. How we find even their contact emails, like, I mean, I didn't know much at that time. And then uh, once we got the ball rolling, we got the first people, literally the first influencers were like um, our friends or people who knew us uh, mm -hmm. that personally could trust us because they, there was no claims even done yet because it was so early, the product. Right. So, But they had to trust us as humans that we're going to do a good stuff. So that was the first one. Eventually, when we had already reviews coming out and so on, and then I had already done like so, like, I don't know, thousands of outreach emails and so on. Then eventually the site started to turn and then people started to come to me like, hey, I also want to join the program and stuff like that. Then I was like, thank God, after all this work, like we're finally made it. So now it's like we are signing up around like 70 influencers per week and the nice. program is making more than $350,000 sales every month. Um, Fantastic. But, That's great. But that took, that it was took a long years. time. <laughs> long time. It's doable. But normally yeah. those little startups, if they don't have VC money, 
they don't have the budget and just the time patience to just patience to wait. So yeah. then normally I'm like, okay, if you are a very small startup, I still take the sales calls with them. I still talk with them. And then I'm like, yeah, it's a great idea. You can do it. But like, maybe you want to start with ads to test out your like little, you know, like product market fit first, uh, because I would assume that you as a CEO will tell me that who are, who you want to, you know, work with. And then you're going to just benefit much faster and better on that versus uh, it's just a slower channel to start testing from zero. And also I don't want to be their CMO, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, <laughs> but so then how many that, of these companies, what... a lot of companies, I think that they, they, they actually base everything on influencer marketing because they think influencer marketing is like the way to do things because they hope that something's going to go viral and they'll become a huge success overnight. But it's not like that. It's never like that, right? No, it's a lot of work to become viral. Also, I mean, you have to be able to work with influencers who really know what they're doing, mm -hmm. and those influencers also. If you want to work with with those big ones who are who know how to to go viral and are getting viral already, like being like featured everywhere, and you know, it they have their pri uh, price list, and it's not oh, yeah. like oh, like you as a it's startup, like it's like. <laughs> it's not cheap exactly because and it doesn't have to be cheap either i have to say because you know it's their full-time job and they are professionals and they do great like massively great content and really touches people's hearts and, and everything is like they can move masses so it's fair like they ask their prices but you just have to be realistic right so so that's that's the things i say but the thing is that yeah it, influencer affiliate marketing takes patience takes time but once you get it running it it is absolutely the best channel because it's going to start working by itself every week you have influencers um, uh, who you sign up you also have the old ones who keep promoting you so it's it's really the only only marketing channel that can grow ex exponentially without yeah, get more uh, actually and more expensive your no, because okay. if they're on a co eventually, if they're on commission, mm. then uh, because at the beginning, yes, you sent the product, you pay the sponsor, but then they are affiliates as well. So that's the key. What I always tell to the companies too: you, if you just do one-offs with influencers, like one-off partnerships, it's yeah, it's gonna be like it's not gonna scale that well. But my goal is to actually uh, establish long-term partnerships with the ambassador with influencer make them to become really your brand ambassador so they right. get the maybe the sponsorship maybe not they get the product for sure and then they get the affiliate link so they have they will keep posting because they also benefit from that and that's the key and then this is something that can really scale and then people will see it from influencers and other influencers starting to reach out to you and then you have all this automated sign up which we do like you have a landing page sign up here all the information is there they sign up we just accept reject applications they get the product goes out they get their marketing assets links and so on and then it just grows so then then is the point like when it can really grow and then that's why right. Yeah, affiliates influencer and all this kind of marketing is the best marketing for sure. I'm I'm very, very convinced in that, but you have to have patience and you need either money or time. At least you need one to get to get it really going. Yeah. And once it goes, it really goes. And you have to you have to actually get to that point. Like you can't just start from zero and start using yeah. this, right? You have to, there's all this other sort of stuff that you have to do ahead of time. So I think we figured out like kind of where in this life cycle you can use it. Is there a particular mm -hmm. kinds of types of companies and industries that are actually more better suited to being sold with uh, this type of marketing? 
Yeah, I'll add quickly for the last note also that okay. it may be possible to start with influencers too if you have something really innovative. Right. But well, that's also, what everybody who everyone who listens exactly. to the show does everything totally innovative. So it can't be anything boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, so it can it can work if if yeah. But also it has to be uh, it has to be something like wow, and then it's possible. But you know, like also like a lot of and of course me as an entrepreneur and an agency owner also think that my agency is the best. Of course, of course. right. So there has to yeah yeah. So there's a side <laughs> note. But um, uh, yeah, what works the best so far? So B two C works the best. Uh, products. Um, is ideal because I can send them. There will be a lot of content. Then no clients. Are so an actual, an actual physical product. Yeah, that, that, right? that okay. works. Yeah, but also we are having success also with services actually a lot. Mm. So we have a resume writing service. We are doing great there. We have insurance. Uh, we have e-course, and we are doing great with these guys too. Absolutely. But then it goes more. So the channels will be different. With mm. uh, so there it will be more. Uh, websites, uh, blogs, uh, definitely. Uh, YouTube, where people can tell about the experience longer, explain it, and so on. And uh, and social media, it's hard to, it, it's a little bit harder versus with the product that you actually show in social media, because social media is very visual. That's why. Yeah. Right. But the blog, so the channels will be different. But so we do both. The only thing is that, like, sometimes companies um, is B2B. But uh, we have done that as well. But the strategy is, like, is a lot different. For example, we started with the solar uh, panel company in uh, in Canada. First, we were like doing B two uh, B two C. They wanted like to work with communities and so on, and uh, like tiny house communities and so on. And then eventually, after six months, we figured that the, uh, the company will benefit more when we do like retail. Uh, we promote the retail program, and uh, and we started reaching out to like. Uh, uh, people who actually install uh, them and then it started to grow from there and then mm -hmm. it, it becomes between like more close to b2b sales versus influencers right. so if it is a b2b company then the strategy will be different we can't do that and we are doing that for some companies but it's not gonna be the traditional or like influencer would be in social media talking about it but because it just doesn't fit the channel and the idea it will be more like also going close to the b2b sales already then right yeah. right okay well this this sounds fascinating and I, I so it there are, are there specific products in the in the so like okay so let's split that into two so let's say you've got your physical products and you've got your software products is mm -hmm. there a particular kind of software product that sells better mm, no like I'm SaaS really, I'm or having... like any, mostly yeah, SaaS really... products, like subscriptions things like that yeah uh, we have literally worked with everything now nowadays yeah. <laughs> and uh, and when the company is established and like it's already in, in growing and has good reviews and stuff then if if the if the company has it you know, convinced their customers that they're doing great stuff then i can i can convince influencers and others to also partner up right. with that company right yeah basically and, and the rule of thumb yeah. And on the product side, when you look at the product side, like the physical product side, are there specific industries in the physical product side that are better suited to this? I feel that recently uh, we see that like sometimes I have like really like interesting companies coming to me. I'm like, hmm, like really niche. And then I'm like, okay, let's try. And it has worked out so well recently. Mm -hmm. So what I see is like if it's very basic like, oh, I get a lot of supplements, for example, or I yeah. get a lot of like V3. 
and with, with three and, and three and i'm like hmm. and then uh if it's just a, like a general beauty product then it's just so much there that uh, it's hard to make it like a news in uh, your news feed because it's an any other summer dress i know you right. know you think it's very organic and it's very yeah. eco. it's so unique it's completely different so from everything unique. else <laughs> A lot of greenwashing stuff like that. Buy more. Yeah. No, it should yeah. be more. Actually, if you want to, if you want yeah. to be very ecological. You shouldn't buy more. But you yeah. know, it's just like those kind of things. Then, then it's a little bit hard. But if it's um, if it's actually something that um, is more niche, then actually it works really well. If it's something so specific that uh, that people are like, they get really like you know fired up. Like for example, it's connected with some type of sport. Mm. Uh, or like, for example, I have a client, they, they, uh, sell, uh, this like, uh, freeze, uh, like uh, dry free, freeze, uh, this kind of food, food mm -hmm. packages that you can just add water and then it can, uh, uh you can have like, uh, I don't oh, like know, what the uh, astronauts eat, right? Yeah. Space, but space really food. The, basically. <laughs> yeah. And it's so like high quality. It's great. And then we can work with like, uh, like uh, guys who go like sailing, you know, they go like, you know, they literally cross ocean and stuff. Like it's very specific, you know, not everyone do, does so it. Like a really, or, really tiny niche market. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. Or, and, or like, yeah, extreme, this kind of outdoors. Like mm. it's like not that you you don't have a restaurant there when you go like winter hiking for example people in Scandinavia they would camp in the forest while there's minus degrees outside stuff like that crazy and then it works really well <laughs> not for me because yeah 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 stay, never no no thank you <laughs> so then it works because they're so passionate passionate about it and it's really niche and it's really made for them it's perfect and then I can mm. really narrow them down. And and then the content also is so cool and everything and it works very well. Nice. With the summer dress, I can do it, but it has to be more on scale. It has to be really, you have to reach out a lot. You have to send out a lot of products. And then it will be like, okay, then the, the yeah, it's the client side that they have to like, you know, calculate their margin and all of that because sending out the product is also expensive, so on, so forth, so on, so on. Right. So yeah. 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 Cool. It so, so it's it's, it's time. Cool. So it's time to think like a futurist. It's the year 2032, yes. 2033. It's ten years from now. How has all of this changed? Are we going to have AI influencers? Are we going to you know? Are we going to have AIs talking to AIs? Are influencers just going to go away because we're going to find other ways of marketing our products? Where, where do you see this going? Yeah. So uh, yes, I think that that AI influence already here. Have you oh, heard yeah. those stories? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, yeah. Especially the guys like who marry AI. their marry AI influencers. I thought exactly. that was funny. I just wanted <laughs> to say the girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, and already now there was there was just an interesting uh, another post about that. Uh, oh, you stupid guys who are paying for that OnlyFans stuff. There's another like IT guy like somewhere yeah. in, in Pakistan uh, <laughs> posting stuff and you are paying like you're such fools. And really, I saw that video. I was like, oh my God, like I could never tell. Yeah. I can never tell. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was it's insane. So I think that's definitely happening and it's already happening now. It will be like super mainstream later. It will be more uh, most probably about the stories itself. How it like storytelling will be like, you know, to to make it really to bring out uh, that will touch people's heart and and then like get them hooked and get them involved and everything. So storytelling will be important. And I think um 
yeah in the future this kind of uh, only this kind of like high level skills will be like you know needed and uh, and they have to yeah, be able to 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 approach people differently with stories uh so yeah we are not gonna manage see- anymore that many yeah, go ahead. Do you think we're going to get, since there's going to be a lot more and more AI bots and avatars out there, yeah. do you think we're going to turn back away towards more people in, in their in their influences? Like, so there's, there'll be like a trust score. Like, is this guy real yeah. or is this person real or is this person uh, CG? And if they're not CG, yeah. then, you know, maybe there's going to be some kind of score on whether they're, yeah, they're more, maybe more there will human be... or not, or I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there will be a social media network that is like Facebook for humans only. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be Yeah, very you're, you're right. Because right like now that. it's, you know, all these social media networks are cluttered up with uh, all this AI. So we need, we yeah. need, uh, we need social media for humans only. Yeah. And we will, we will, we will need a safe space to, to talk while the robots are taking over. So <laughs> there will be definitely new, new social media, like another telegram or something that will be like super verified that is actually yeah. human. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because right now, blood. I mean, I could go to my blog and, and download an AI comment creator, which would go in yeah. and create hundreds of users on my blog and create hundreds of comments on my blog and people could read those comments and go wow this guy, this is a really popular blog but i have like there's yeah. nobody there <laughs> so yeah. I mean, how do we how do we stop that kind of thing from happening i mean it, it, i guess there's really no way yeah i don't know if there's a way yeah yeah well eventually i guess i think those good special things will stand out still you know mm-hmm. and uh, i think they will they will stand out those stories and even if i use that to believe in myself once in a while and then i'm like you can tell still and when i, I see also when my team members are like oh we put together some like i'm like mm, i think you overused it this time it's just yeah. too too bulky or too like you can tell and yeah. uh, I, I think that will always, always will, will stay there. You know, it will always stay there. Uh, so you can tell, I think, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been, it, we've been doing it for the longest time. We've been blurring the lines between sort of virtual and reality. And if we have people who are, who are actually marrying and, and, and interacting with, 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 with AI, then I mean, that's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And eventually we're going to have a whole cadre of, you know, you're going to end, end up creating. That's probably what you're going to end up doing in your business is creating influencers of your own. Like, oh, we don't have an influencer for this product. So let's create a new one and then just just like throw the products at them. So do you see that coming? And uh, Maybe social media marketing agencies will and actually are already doing. Yeah. Yeah. These are like the agencies who represent the influencers. So yeah. they are already doing that. Yeah, there's like a, in K-pop, there's already like a, even even like dancers and you know like a pop uh, this kind of like icons already there uh, who make music and whatnot. So that's definitely already actually happening. Yeah. yeah. So they're not they're not like real. They're all first... AI anyway, right? Yeah, and they already was like a, just yesterday, I think it was was it in Denver or somewhere that in the local radio there was a like AI uh, AI DJ uh, and taking over the yeah the I heard whole, about that. Uh, yeah, have you worked yeah. with so any AI influencers? Already. Have you no, worked with not, any? N- no, not, not yet. yet. I don't think they, I, un- unless they have money uh, to buy as uh, <laughs> my client's products, it's not going to be worth it for me. I have to stand in my client's side. So no, yeah, a, for me. There's but, a, but, yeah, there's a, a, a little Michalina or something like that. The influencer, she's got like thou- like millions of followers and she's totally created by AI. She's a social media 
company. Yeah. Have you ever, you've never worked with anybody like that. Do you see yourself working with groups like that in the future? If it, I'll work with anyone that makes sense to my clients, right? So if, if the if the AI influencer is doing a great job and is like really engaging their audience and the audience is actually real people, not bots. So I think what actually happens to me is that I have to be more and more aware of this kind of like that I wouldn't buy a fake audience yeah. and, you know, like spend my clients money on something that uh, on a bots that will never be able um, to buy. Right. And unless bots and robots will get their own credit cards and start actually spending money. <laughs> well, they, that's happening. We that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Then we can talk about it. Well, that's... But uh, yeah, I have to do more due diligence for sure to make sure that like I, yeah. I would not. That, that's what we do right now. Right. That's why like I never watch even like the followers. I, I never believe that. Yeah. That's the engagement. Right. But now when they're, it's going to be easier to. Uh, fake engagement but hopefully of course instagram and then all those tools are also like you know fighting against it and those bot accounts get blocked and so on so we can have this authentic audience there but yeah something for me to keep an eye um and and definitely work on that yeah 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 so one more thing before we go do you see i i for for some reason nowadays i'm feeling that this kind of like level of engagement low leveling engagement that's automated almost seems like normal nowadays there's a lot of a lot of a lot of these sites actually do pay for a certain level of followers just so they can get to that next tier. Do you see that that happening more often or are we going to get back oh, to more yeah, authenticity? The companies and stuff like that, they need to, uh, they, they algorithms are pretty much done that they would pay for that, right? Yeah. And if they don't pay for that, you don't, you don't see them. And then that's, that's their, their business model. So that's what yeah. they, a lot of Instagram and they do, uh, Facebook. Uh, so it just doesn't come even to the feed. And the other thing about the engagement is just that there's so many people are following so many. So it's like really rare when you can see only one, right? You, I'm following like hundreds and hundreds of accounts, right? To friends and then other businesses. And then it's just, it just moves so fast. And then sometimes you just scroll it over. It's just the nature of it. So then they have to work on the quantity as well, uh, yeah. just to, to, to have it, have things happening. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, well, thank you so much. This has been great. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Yeah, so we are vivianagency.com, uh, and this is where you can find us, and uh, you can you can book a call with us to discuss stuff, ask more questions, and so on. And also, we're working on our blog, so we're gonna start talking more about uh, affiliate influencer marketing in a blog format as well. And uh, and you can also find us in LinkedIn. Perfect. Well, I'll definitely subscribe to you. It sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Talk Chris. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye.